What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite, favorite, favorite internet podcast. That's right. This is Food Sex Politics with your host, the food porn unicorn, Dave Shirotsky, and the always beautiful, always sexy, always talented, always knowledgeable, the beautiful Nicole Rodriguez. Nicole, one day out from the debate. What Dave, did you think? Dave, before we get to that, because I think everyone had kind of a hard time today. I'm sure you've talked a couple of folks off the ledge, right? It's true. This isn't just the day after the debate. This is the last day of your birthday month. That's true. And something something special. And I, I am so glad because something special happened today. Um, I ordered you a little something for your birthday. Um, selfishly, it's because I wanted to order it for myself as well and buy two of them. <laughs> and I thought they were lost in the mail, and magically they arrived today. So they've appeared on the last, on the very last day. So the joy of my day, something that got me off the ledge, is that I, I got to address a sweet little envelope to you, and. Go ahead. That brought me that brought me a, a touch of joy. Um, what did I th- what did I think last night? What what I think today is why is anyone at all surprised, even just a little bit? And I don't think that's my nightly magnesium talking. I don't think the calm like extends into the next twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen hours. Um, I'm really wondering how is anyone shocked what's your take there yeah you know what you you couldn't be more right and here's why so you had to have not been paying attention for four straight years if you were surprised by any of that trump is what he is he's not going to change he's not all of a sudden going to have decorum and if you were expecting decorum remember what he did to hillary he constantly cut off hillary he was constantly bullying her he was constantly cutting her off constantly you know chatter and side bullshit cutting off the moderators that's what he's going to do for you to expect. Otherwise you're not paying attention. I, I think one of the most surprising things for me was after the debate and I, I actually watched it on CNN. So afterwards on CNN, everybody was so completely shocked. Like, Oh my God, that was a shit show. Like, of course it was. <laughs> I mean, but what? some of, some of that has to be a theater piece because do you, I mean, do you really think, Anderson Cooper was really at a loss for words, bro. Like you've been at this for how many years now and following this all super, super closely. Uh, Before we get too deep though, I know there was a lot of talk of drinking games during this first debate. And I would have been, I, I literally would not have been able to rise up or take a breath this morning and do this podcast. Um, did you drink Drambuie or a Rusty Nail last night? What was your drink choice? Biden, you, you know what? I, I really wanted to start a drinking game. Like a couple of people that I was like texting during the debate. I was like, you know, is anybody drinking? Anything? Nobody was because everybody knew if you were, you would have been absolutely annihilated 10 minutes in. Like you would have had alcohol poisoning halfway through. Yeah, you can't you can't really do that on a Tuesday night. No. And I mean, yeah. And you, I mean, you really want to pay attention, but I mean, you know, like a couple of us would like send around like the beer emoji, like anytime Biden said Scranton or, you know, anything like that. But I mean, there were definitely moments where if you were doing a drinking game, 
you would have got pretty lit. Um, I'd also like to point out what Joe Biden posted as his pregame, because we know that he does not drink. He posted a delicious ice cream. Did you see this? He Is posted, real? He, yes, he posted Jenny's ice cream. And Lucky. I think, I, I believe the flavor exactly. was maybe somehow a nod to Ohio because of that, like, Buckeye flavoring. It sounded, oh, was it Buckeye? sounded freaking amazing. Um, okay, ice cream is fantastic. So, there, so, so there was that. There was a little more endearment to my heart there when I saw that. Um, but a, I have no idea why anyone is. I'm kind of sad surprised. it wasn't an egg cream. Oh, man, if they hadn't, if the de- if the debate were in New, York, in New York, I'm sure he'd be like, yeah, oh, God, I'm going to warm up with this. Yeah, he'd be <laughs> for sure popping the collar and uh, and. The whole thing uh, of everything. What do you th- what do you think was the most frightening, and what was the most what was the most surprising? If anything surprised you, yeah. So, yeah, my biggest surprise I think was the right wing reaction because I purposely turned on Fox News afterwards because I was like, how are they going to spin this? How the fuck are they going to spin this absolute shit show of a train wreck and make this sound good for Trump? And here's the thing. They set the bar so low for Biden. Like for months and months, they've been telling you Biden's incoherent. Biden's lost his mind. Biden's fucking nuts. They've been pumping this into their viewers' heads for months. Then finally, Biden gets on the stage. You know, there was a big thing. Let's get ready to mumble. Like, you know, they thought Biden was just going to trip over his words and sound like a fucking idiot. So they set the bar so low for him that when Biden just stood there, and looked competent and answered questions. He and looked he, great. And kept all of his teeth in, might I add. Dynamite job, Joe. Good. Joe, I, Joe, I don't know if that was Paladin or what, but fantastic call. Dynamite job. Because I think there were a few moments where I was nervous for him. I think he did well. Like, I thought he was poised. I thought, I mean, I thought the shut up line and the clown lines were great. Uh, were. Fox News had a shit about that. Uh, I, I was just nervous that literally one of his teeth was going to fall out, but uh, otherwise <laughs> I thought he was I, I thought he was really cool and calm and, you know, that cocaine thing came out of nowhere. He handled that really well. He did really well with that, and apparently so um, he had a stand-in who, you know, yelled at him and everything during the debate prep, and he practiced a lot of what happened last night. But the cocaine thing was something he wasn't ready for. He was completely blindsided by. And he did. He handled it really well. That's one of the things Joe does really well. He can empathize. You know, he can he can take that approach where, you know, we've been missing that for four fucking years because we've been dealing with the fucking tantrums of a middle school girl. So, and and there have got to be there have got to be a bunch of uh, white women of a certain age who have that fuck up son who had the coke problem and yeah. got over it. And probably, you know what? Yeah, probably like, crazy right now, sure. Yeah, I'm probably like, you know what? You know what, Joe? I feel you on that. He's over it now. Wait, we've, we've moved on. No now we're eating Buckeye you ice cream together. Biden's kids, Biden's kids right. <laughs> are not, they're not in public life. <laughs> they're not running Trump's for president. Trump's kids aren't in public life. He brought them to the fucking White House. They're in the administration. 
They are there, and you look. You can take shots at them because they are part of the administration. That's how it works. Well, they're and they're, are pretty good. And, and and literally right there in the front row. I mean, they're just there. They're, they're there everywhere. You can't done avoid them. Afterwards, by chance, I didn't. I just I, I noticed Tiffany in the audience. <laughs> but no, he was done missed it. from the fucking convention. He was all wooed up. Oh man. <laughs> Maybe maybe he um, had a little something to. I love when they let him TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! No, so that was here again. The biggest surprise for me was the right wing response to Biden because they were expecting a vegetable, like they were expecting somebody who was just going to, you know, seem like your lost grandpa who was senile in the woods talking to trees, and he wasn't. I mean, he had such a low bar that he just literally had to stand there and sound coherent, and he did. And because he did that. He came out looking like a million dollars, whereas, you know, Trump was ranting and raving and sounding like a fucking middle school girl. It's not fair. They're not fair to me. You're not being fair as a moderator. Shut up. Biden was right. uh, You know, I don't I don't watch Fox News, so I had no idea who that guy was. I was like, oh, what's this guy? PBS or something. Um, (laughs) I was (laughs) he looks like that. I don't know. Um, no, good point. Talk about Chris Wallace. What was your opinion of uh, him, the moderator? Uh, I don't think he was very well prepared, and I think he probably, he yeah, he probably I, I should have handled it. No, but, but he, he didn't do a good job. He should have grown a pair like fifteen minutes in, and like I don't think his balls even dropped. Like, not even by time it was over, he just he just kind of took it. I mean, yeah, and here was my he thing. Pro- so he probably could have called. He probably could have just like s- full stopped the debate at some point. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But Trump would have had the home field advantage there. Ohio was a red state. He's got a Fox News moderator. Yeah, like this, he's got home field advantage here. And Chris Wallace, in my opinion, even tried to save him from himself by keeping him on topic when he would cut him off and say like, no, this is the question. Answer the fucking question. You sound like a fucking moron right now. Answer the question. He couldn't even say Trump wouldn't even let him be saved by Chris Wallace. He wanted to argue with him. I was like, holy shit. Biden doesn't have to. I I don't, I I don't want to say Biden won the debate as much as Trump lost it. Now, do you think that the debates should carry on or do you think biden should say you know what i'm just i'm not doing this again because apparently that's kind of an option yeah that's definitely an option but i think if biden takes that out trump's just gonna fucking roast them for bailing and not taking it serious and he couldn't handle trump and da 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 can i tell you another point that i think nobody's really talked about that to me really stuck out Oh, can I can I guess it? Is it the um, yeah, yeah, yeah? Is it is it the call to the right wing? Um, oh no, <laughs> white supremacy group. I'm sure we're gonna I'm sure we're gonna get to that, right? Little How much it. do you know about the Proud Boys? Because I I did a little digging. I I I know nothing. Just the fa- listen once again. Like nothing he does is shocking. Um, but there's a difference between shocking and downright terrifying. And then when I caught yeah, wind of like, when I caught wind of what that really was, I was like, okay, so first of all, that's, first of all, they're scary. Um, second, I think that's what the diehards who get excited and who get out there, um, 
I think that's what they want, right? They want to get behind stuff like that, and that 100%. level of that level of excitement and that level of just like egregiousness and violence. And I, I wonder the other bits of it not being so. Sorry, we're going a little bit off topic. I wonder if the other bits, like not being shocking or terrifying, like are we all becoming desensitized to everything over the past I, four years? I don't know. I mean, that was really a moment where it, where it really mattered, though, right? I mean, he yes. literally gave a right-wing militia group an order to prepare for violence, right? I, I, I mean, that's... To carry it out. That's absolutely fucking terrifying. Right. So here's the thing. So I was talking to my brother-in-law, who is a Trump supporter, while we're going through. And, you know, for the most part, we kept it light. As soon as Trump said that in real time, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be the news cycle. This is going to be the political ads for the next for the next month till the election. Like, this is going to be it. The fact that he said this, this, this sunk his battleship. Um, but does that does, does that sink his battleship? Um, so here's the thing. I always I always ask myself does anything ever change a vote, right? Like with any of these Trump books, like do they change a vote? Like any of the books that come out about them, the Woodward stuff, does any of it change a vote? Anything about the taxes, does it change a vote? I don't know that you change votes at this point because I think everybody's so locked into who they're voting for. But here's what I think it does. And here's what I think the Proud Boys line does. I think it makes people stay home. Because if you get someone like this and, you know, Trump's giving a literal order to the Proud Boys who today, his, his response when he was asked about it was, I don't even know who they are. Sure. Of course he does. Good cover. Good cover up. But um, I, I think when suburban housewives or, you know, whoever the target demo is, which is women, women see this and they're going to be like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, even if they were going to vote for him, I think it's going to make people stay home, which is just as good. I think... I I think it depends on it depends on the woman and how far on either side was she kind of swaying. Does she? Yeah, but I think if a woman doesn't know who the Proud Boys are and they do a little Google search, she's going to be like, "Holy fuck!" So, what does come up when you Google so let Proud me, Boys? Me, like, how 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 frightening is it? Let's, You're going to love this. Let's talk about them boys. I thought about you when I read this from top. <laughs> bottom you are gonna love this so to be a proud boy first they wear hawaiian shirts because you know they want to be outsiders and whatever and that's a way that they identify themselves but to be a proud boy you have to get one of their shitty tattoos fine you have to be beat in to being a proud boy and while you're being beat in you have to be able to name five breakfast cereals <laughs> i'm not making this you okay. have to be able to name five breakfast cereals because their thinking is you have to be able to think clearly when there's violence around you and happening to you. So you have to be able to name five breakfast cereals while you're getting beat up. Wait, let's let's circle back to that in a minute, but go on. Okay. We'll do. We'll do. They're kind of an incel group. Oh. So we need a proud yeah. boy on the show, obviously. Okay, keep going. That, we definitely need a proud boy. <laughs> See, because I have questions like, you know, do all the Captain Crunches count as one Captain Crunch, or can I rattle off like six of them and be done? First of all, I'm going to tell you that just saying Captain Crunch, that that 
is not just one cereal. So if you name individuals, well, that's what I, I mean. Is like peanut butter, Captain Crunch a different cereal, or or Wildberry? Yeah, or or the Oops All Berries. Jesus Christ! Or the cut you should get candy two edition. That. that should be two points. That's two points. I should get. I should get two points. Um, so it sounds like they're taking away many things that are sacred. First of all, are they calling themselves proud? Is that like a play on homosexuality? Is that like trying to shit on that? That's one. Two. You know what? That's a good question. I don't. I don't know. Two. I, I gotta shout some of my favorite cereal people here because you know how. Yeah, give, give me a quick five. Give me. Give me. You who know are your how, top five? Uh, feed into the which, which you can't because you're a woman. But what? What are your five? My 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 five cereals or my five cereal uh, people. So you're getting beat into the proud boys. You got to name the top five cereals. Okay, cinnamon toast crunch Chudos, Captain Ooh, Crunch, yep. Captain Crunch berries, uh, grape nuts, Kellogg's, Kellogg's red berries, and Woo-hoo. Rice Krispies. There it is. There's five. I, I, that was an easy beating. You might have only got hit a couple times. Listen, we got to take a positive spin on cereal now, that because now I feel like cereal is under attack and under this umbrella of white supremacy because of this. <laughs> you you have to follow some good cereal boys after that, and I can't recommend enough Lee Miller, the cereal killer, and Bill Johnson. Mm-hmm. The cereal I love that. How hot is that? Like, that is... That is awesome. Like, your name's Lee Miller, and you're really fucking into cereal. And he, Lee Miller, the cereal and, killer. And he, he gives all of his cereals, like, an out of ten rating, and he is ruthless. Like, hey, shit, you get, shit you get really excited about, and he's like, oh, 4.5 out of ten, and the, and the milk was gross. I'm like, oh, god damn you. And, oh, and, and, on it. and Bill Johnson has a whole YouTube channel of serial reviews. So that's like, I, I have a big problem with cereal so keep, being brought into this. I was going to say, so the Proud Boys are really uh, fucking up the cereal game. Oh man, that's um, not into, not into any of that. So, and, and what are, what is the overarching belief system of these Proud Boys Besides white supremacy, how do they act? Ultra patriot nationalist group, right? Like they, they don't like immigrants. They, yeah, they, they say that they have black people in their group, but I think they might have six. And that, you know that's their cover. Like we're not racist. Look, we have a black friend. Right. Right. Nationalist group. They are anti Black Lives Matter, anti Antifa, all those fun things. And And if you want to masturbate and be a proud boy, you can only masturbate if you're within three feet of a woman. Well, then why are you masturbating then? Right. Or, 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 okay, so so does that mean, have you ever ridden the New York City subway? Oh, right. So you're gay and you're intimidated by women. I get it. Right. Is it that or are you one of those creepers who's like jacking off behind a woman on the subway? Oh my god, I, I can definitely see that. I see. I just think they. I, I think they're afraid of women. I think that like they're incels. Oh god. Okay. That's. I. I, I really. I thought I got over it this keep, day. They want to keep their stock pure, so they try to like save it up as much as possible. 
Oh, so it's so wait. Oh, I'm sorry. So is that like to keep the aggression pent up? Yes. Is that okay? But can you explain yeah. this? Do you, do you have any other details on this three foot masturbatory rule? Like, yeah, I, I don't know why that's a thing, but that is the rule. Okay. I found that on my research. I was like, Nicole's going to fucking love this. Uh, okay. But so, uh, but if you're three feet away, then why aren't you guys fucking? Exactly. Right. This are you just letting her sleep? Hold on. on head? Are you not even, are you jerking off on her? Just around, like, I don't get it. There's so much wrong with these kids today. I know I sound <laughs> old saying that, but I, I, I don't think there's someone our age who's like, oh yeah, okay, this sounds, this sounds like a great plan. I was going to say, who actually wants to join this group? What the actual fuck is going on? Okay. Well, obviously, they're all men. There's no women. Obviously, they're yeah. proud boys. Right. But so no women. And what if, what if you identify as binary or transgender? I would assume oh, that's like a big. That I would assume that's they a big no no. Like uh uh. Okay. All right. But, but they're a militia group. Like they they are armed. They are looking for violence. They're you know they're a right wing nationalist group. Excellent. Wow. So, which brings me to. Oh, oh, so wait. So, oh, so sorry. Wait, to what really surprised me? What, what, what? Nobody's really talking about. Tell me, please. All right. So there was one point where Biden said Trump wasn't smart, and it got way under his skin. Do you remember this? I, d I don't. I remember him saying he's the worst president that we've ever had. Period. I'm not yeah. recalling this moment of him saying that. He's not smart. That was good too. So Biden said something that, you know, Trump wasn't smart enough to do. I think it was handling the coronavirus, but I could be wrong about that. Just whatever it was, it was Trump wasn't smart enough. Trump stopped in his fucking tracks and was like, You want to talk about smart? Don't you talk to me about smart? And then, you know, he got all bully issues. Like, You finished last in your class and you do, 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 do. Oh, but it got way under Trump's skin. Like, it fucking set him off. And I can't believe Biden didn't have him on it again and again. I, I, I'm because allegedly somebody took Trump's SAT for him. Trump won't release his grades. So th the fact that Biden let that slide. Biden didn't have a great night either. Biden could have hit Trump on a hundred other things that he didn't. Uh, okay. But, but that was a really good one. But all things... All things considered, even with the preparation, like, what are you really supposed to do in that situation? You know what I mean? Uh, you know what? You, when, you, when you literally cannot get a word in edgewise, literally, like, how much can you really do? That's a good point. And you know what? That's another thing that I think was part of Trump's strategy. I think Trump's strategy was to interrupt Biden so much that Biden would kind of forget where he was in his head and stammer a little bit. So he looked like an idiot. I think that was all part of the strategy, but again, Biden stood pretty tall. I, I think so too. I mean, the, the ice cream pregame and uh, you know, the couple of one liners and the cocaine thing, those are really like the highlights for me, but he could have done a lot worse. He could have done a lot worse, but you know what? I think he could have done a lot better. Like Trump 
started talking about the forest fires in California. 98% of those forest fires are on federal fucking land that he's in charge of. So the fact that Biden didn't turn that on him, I thought was a big miss. Good point. Good point. Um, the fact that Biden completely shit on the Green New Deal, I wasn't crazy about, but I'm a crazy leftist. So there's that. Um, there was, an, like I said, the education thing, I think Biden could have fucking hammered him on all night once he got under his skin with that. I think he could have just kept picking and picking and picking that stab. Trump's not a smart guy. But it, it, I think that goes back to like the one positive that probably came out of last night. It's like people saw that Joe Biden is overall seemingly a very decent empathizing person right and yep if you didn't know what's on the other side at the other podium by now well now you you <laughs> hopefully you're awake hopefully well, you're awake you're and you know because everybody else was yeah not but you know what really that's sure another that thing is. that trump needs to get straight when talking about biden so there's this big contradiction on the right that drives me insane so who is Biden? Is Biden this racist monster who made the 94 crime bill? Or is he this soft on crime fucking hippie that's letting the city burn and this big Black Lives Matter Antifa guy? He can't be both. So which one? Is I, it, it depends who they're talking to and they pick one or the other. I mean, like, clearly he's I, he's neither. Um, but that's that's not going to make a headline on fox news and what is trump going to have to say if he doesn't blame him for what's going on in these cities during his presidency i'm not sure if anyone all in trump's america notice that um and and if he can't resort to you're a socialist you're this you're that like he's not what is trump going to stand there and accuse him of you're a reasonably moderate man with a lot of experience in the government that I don't have. I mean, what is he, what are they going to say? But you're right. It's ridiculous. It's a complete contradiction. How how do his followers pick up on, Oh, he wrote the 94 crime bill. He's, he's against black people and called them super predators. Next sentence. He's a black lives matter Antifa fanatic. Like what? But the, the other thing that uh, the other thing that Trump, does so well and by well i mean it's horrible is that he constantly comes out with these little digestible soundbite one-liners that that his very like fired up fan base as it were that they can go and parrot so easily the next day um the cold Trump loves that he's so he's so so good at it and there are so many examples last night that are just slipping my mind because who really wants to remember them the next day but there are so many one-liners and i think it gets to the point it's like well who cares if we're calling him a race or calling biden a racist or calling him a complete left socialist or whatever verbiage he's using that day, it doesn't it, it it doesn't matter because like the sentiment behind it is so hateful and strong and antagonistic that whatever he says, it'll probably stick somewhere the next day. No, that's a good point. But I mean, how dumb are his voters that they don't pick up on obvious contradictions? Like, I, I think you need a clearly defined 
at least caricature of the person that you're going to go after, a clearly defined straw man that you're going to try to knock down. You're just presenting Biden as the boogeyman who is a huge Antifa guy who wrote a 94 crime bill that locked up black people. Which one? Right. So you put all of those things together and someone who already supports him. Well, good enough for me, because each one of those statements prays to something that sounds threatening to his supporters. Any which way. It's like, oh, you're saying that he's, he, you're saying that he's a racist. Well, I, I know you're not a racist. You brought all of those black people out onto the stage during the convention. Okay, so so there's that. Um, if you say that he's Antifa, et cetera, et cetera, it's like, oh, well, you know, my lifestyle feels threatened. So it's like he doesn't. It's it's like he doesn't need the straw man. He can just say whatever he wants, and something will stick. It's, it's like. Probably nothing we've ever seen, right? In our lives, in our lifetime, the cult, the cult of Trump just loves to be scared. So if you can scare them with, like, you know, Mexican caravans or Antifa, they must love Halloween. They must fucking love Halloween. They, you, you just need like little buzzwords that you can just like turn into the death tax. Ah! Exactly. <laughs> so the so many sound Trump bites. Yeah. But you know what? The Republicans are good at spinning things, like you said, to those little sound bites, to those little things. Like right now, defund the police. Ah, it'll be anarchy. Right. When when meanwhile, I'm I'm pretty sure he said this outright last night. I'm pretty sure Joe Biden said, No, we need to refund the police in so many words. Yeah. So no, but Biden is not defunding anybody. No, no, he's he's not. Maybe his ideas there are a little too optimistic, but like it's something reasonable for f- for fuck's sake. Like here's here's something reasonable to say. Here's something that can unite a little bit. Like actually taking some ideas of community policing and having it have some kind of meaning. You know what I'm saying? But what is that going to? People are still going to say that Joe Biden's saying defund the police. Yeah, I'm sure that's. Way. I'm sure. Yeah, right. That that whole reasonable. Again, very moderate statement that he made last night, like that will get lost on Fox News completely and wherever else you find Trump supporters. It's just not that's not going to translate. So do you know the two biggest things that I've been noticing since the debate that the right wing has been up in arms about? Do tell. So the two biggest things that I've seen are one, they think that Joe Biden is very uncouth. For telling Trump to shut up and for calling him a clown. Oh, okay, but but it's They're okay. Have their fucking pearls on this and not criticize Trump at all. Like the hypocrisy. Please, my please. yeah, it's it's okay to it's okay to shout literally for five minutes straight about someone's son about an issue that's already been. Um, largely discredited right but that's that's fine that's just you know just go on go on with your bad self that's that's totally fine he he pulled a sitting president of the united states to shut up oh my god oh jesus christ warren ingram's face fell off so there was that and the other big thing that the right is absolutely losing their shit over 
which I think was Biden's strongest point of the night. But again, you, I'm a crazy lefty. I love this shit. So the part in the debate where they asked Joe Biden if he will stock the Supreme Court, if he'll load it up, right? And he didn't answer the question. He absolutely did not answer the question. Right. And neither right. did Kamala Harris afterwards. Right. That was the big thing that really stuck with them. Which I thought was Biden's strongest line of the night. And and that's not a huge deal today, though. I feel like that's not a huge deal at all. No, because you had a pre- you had a fucking president backing a white supremacist group, telling right. them he wants them to fucking instigate violence. Right, right. So <laughs> you can always you can always count on something to detract from like an actual issue. And pretty much, like, the theme is that you can always count on something violent. Like, that seems to be a pretty strong, predictable pattern there. Trump shot himself in the dick so hard. Like, that could have been the news cycle. If he would have just been a halfway normal person the rest of the fucking debate. Right. But if he would have just kept bringing that up the rest of the debate. Like, why don't you answer the question about the Supreme Court, Joe? Are you going to load the Supreme Court, Joe? He could have he just kept kicking Biden on that. But he gave Biden a complete pass. Because once, well, what was said last night, he's not particularly bright. He's not a smart guy. Yeah, but do you notice there's always like a detraction to something, uh, to something violent? Like he's not even thinking to be like, okay, here's a great political point that I can make, but I'm going to make sure I get something like this in. Or I'm going to keep people talking about my failure to denounce white supremacy. I mean, that's been a theme for quite some time now. He's, he's driving the news cycle with it and it was completely preventable. It was a completely unforced error. All he had to do was, yes, I denounce white supremacy. He could have had his fingers crossed behind his back. Didn't matter. He could have fucking sent out something on his Twitter 20 minutes after the fucking debate that completely fucked that line. But that wouldn't have been the news cycle. Right, but that, but and but today, like today, it is. That's a huge part of it. Instead of it something, is, and yeah, it completely let Biden off the hook. I mean, that's a big thing that's going to get right wingers out to vote if Biden plans to fucking load up the Supreme Court, and he let him completely slide on. And for me, if Biden would have kept talking, or he wasn't going to answer the question, but the left fucking loves that that he might fucking you know load up the Supreme Court. Here's what I think Biden needs to do. If Biden wins the presidency, he can end the fucking GOP. It can be basically out of existence because with a President Biden, there's probably also going to be a Senate that's Democrat as well. Right, right. So a couple things he would need to do, and I don't know if the Democrats have the balls to do this because this would be ballsy. But if you made D.C. and Puerto Rico both states... They're very democratic. You would also get two more senators from each one. So not only would you pick up the Senate in the election and maybe hold it by, I don't know, maybe two or three, if that, if they, if if they really do well, I think they can, you know, have a three Senate, three person advantage in the Senate. But if you make DC and Puerto Rico states, then you get four, which means you have anywhere between, I don't know, a five and seven person lead in the Senate. If you hold the Senate, it doesn't matter who has the House. If the GOP take over the House, who cares? Nothing's getting through. 
It'll get stopped in the Senate. doesn't matter. If you have a blue Senate and a blue president, you can pass any fucking thing you want, and the GOP can't do a goddamn thing. You've essentially destroyed the whole party. What's you the- can pack the court. Just keep adding states, just keep getting more fucking senators, and you've won. When's the, when's the last time they tried to do the D.C. or Puerto Rico thing with making them states? So, so that's, that's they've the, offered Puerto Rico statehood. Or they didn't yes. offer Puerto Rico statehood. They asked if Puerto Rico would like statehood. I believe it was two years ago, and it was somewhere like 60-40, but they said yes. And D.C. has been screaming to become a state. And the GOP won't even vote on it because they know that that'll swing the Senate because D.C. will have two blue senators in there right away. It's, you know, trying to see some kind of glass half full of something. Um, Here it is. I'm having, I'm, I'm just, I'm having a really hard time looking that far ahead and something like positive going on. It's, but thank I, you I for that. You, it's really not that crazy because like I said, DC has been screaming to become a state. Puerto Rico's had statehood votes of whether or not they'd approve it. And it's always gone. Yes. So if you get Puerto Rico and DC, you get four more senators. If you get four more senators on top of a blue wave, that's huge. You can pass health care. You can do any goddamn thing you want. I don't know if the Democrats have the balls to do it. They probably don't. They're not a fighting party. If this was the Republicans and the Republicans could add a state where they would get two more fucking senators, they would have done it yesterday. Yeah, and, and this is uh, another we reason. Have start, we, have to start playing, we have to start playing by those rules. Yeah. Or else you're never going to win. I, I don't like the decorum <laughs> bullshit. I don't like the well, you know what? We're just going to hold the Republicans account on the Supreme Court because their word is their bond and they promise not to fill this seat. Get the fuck out of here. They're going to fill the seat as fast as they fucking can. You sound like a fucking retard. Sorry for the word. I, I just, yeah, I just can't. I, I just can't see it. Sorry. Which part? Mine? I, 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 yeah, I, I just... Yeah, I can't see them. I, I can't see them doing that because, like you said, they're not a fighting party. They're not a ballsy party, right? We we all and you but know you the know story. what it, it gave me. So uh, what I'm saying is, it gave me hope that Biden was like, I'm not going to commit to not loading the court. I I I just I, that gave me hope. Like that gave me a little. That made my dick move a little bit. I was like, ooh. You keep yeah. talking that lefty, Joe. I, I, yeah, I, I, it's 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 nice to have hope right now. I I really wish I felt some. I I'm, so all right. So let me ask you this: after the debate, you watched it, you saw what a train wreck it was, even though it was completely expected to be. You pr- you didn't learn anything. Like nobody learned anything from that. No debate, one learned. Right? Any, no one learned. No one learned a thing. No. Right. But what was your takeaway? Were you positive about Biden's chances? Were you less positive? Were you? Did you think it was a wash? What'd you think? I felt a little bit more positive about Biden's chances. Um, 
but all of that is just that little bit of I, I can't dare to hope anything at this point. I just I just can't even go that far as to dare to be <clears throat> any kind of hopeful because I think at this point you have to hunker down and prepare for the very worst because the other thing he refuses to do is to say that if he loses, he'll leave peacefully, right? Like he still refuses to say that. He still refuses to say it, but once the election results are certified, it's constitutionally obligated that the new president goes in on X and such and such date. Right. So, so it's almost a matter of if you don't leave, we're taking you out and we're putting this guy in. You don't think there's some possible way around that between now and then? Like, Mm, no, you'd have to change the constitution. There's no way he's changing the constitution. I, I can, the only way I think it might even be paused is if it goes to the Supreme court. Well, like I can see that where it takes a right, little bit. Right. And, and a little bit. Right. And don't, and don't you see like the direction that's possibly yeah, so if it Going goes to the Supreme Court, it's game, set, match. It's game, set, match if it goes to the Supreme Court. Right. It can't go to the Supreme Court. Right, but, but, it, but it could, is my point. Yeah, no, you're right. It could so, go to the Supreme Court, and that's a huge worry. Yeah, so once, once again, it's nice to be hopeful for a moment, but with all of these different wheels set into motion... Um, I, I think, like, even if we are, even if we are hopeful, like, don't be... Don't be too hopeful because there's a lot that can go. There's a lot that can go wrong. Don't celebrate yet. Don't. Didn't everyone learn that like a few years ago? Yeah, you would have thought Hillary was going into that with what, like a ninety-eight percent chance of winning. I mean, it was almost, and and then it was almost comical. At this point, it won't be comical. It's just like really, it's just really scary. But can't we all? Can't we all kind of like hunker down with that thought? Biden needs to win. So I know that they both promised that they wouldn't celebrate on election night. But right now, a lot of the you know projections are that Trump's going to win on election night. They're calling it the red mirage. Trump will be looking like he's ahead at election night. And then by the time all the mail-in ballots and absentees are counted, Biden will win. That's one projection. Hold, hold on. In order for this... Tell me the Red Mirage doesn't sound like a strip club that would be in a Trump hotel and casino in Atlantic City. <laughs> That's where Trump gets pissed on in the back room. Right? And if they and, and and if he isn't completely bang, if he isn't completely bankrupt and he's like free to go, I think that should be his contribution to New Jersey when he's finished. But he's I he's going to bring the Red Mirage to but, Jersey uh, to but, the to the fine city of New York. But I. Don't. <laughs> New not to not to Atlantic City. I just put it in Newark. Newark. Wow. <laughs> but so my point is, they need a blue win on election night. They need to be yes. ahead on election night. Because if that's right, that all the mail ins and all the absentees are going to go heavy blue, 
if he's already way ahead on election night and it only adds to it, I don't think it goes to the Supreme Court. I think they could certify it just outright with an Electoral College win and that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm just saying it, it needs to be big. It needs to be yeah. big, and I don't think it'll be big. Yeah, at least not that big. Yeah, I, I would just say. Like I said, I think right now it's not a matter of who's voting for who. I think everybody's already entrenched. I think it's does somebody turn somebody off so much that they just stay home? Because unless you're part of the Trump cult, maybe you're wishy washy. If he says something that really turns you off, maybe you just stay home. Same with Biden. If you're like a big Bernie guy and you're waiting right. to hear just a little fucking bone to you, if you if you just want a little bit of a bone to be thrown to the far left and Biden's not doing it, maybe you'll stay home. So it works both ways. But you have to you have to hope at this point um, that people who care about getting him out of office recognize that staying home isn't going to help writing in isn't going to help in most you states. would think that but the left is very fucking entitled true true too i think the left is very fucking entitled oh, this person's not 100 percent what i like i'm not <laughs> fuck you <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't choose the midship that night he did that buckeye flavor i don't I don't like <laughs> that's not inclusive enough. Yeah. Right. The purity tests on the left. Look, sometimes you got to swallow shit. I swallowed shit with Hillary. I'll swallow shit with Biden. But after last night, Biden gave me, you know, like I said, I wanted that bone. I think this loading up of the Supreme court was that bone that that works for me. You know, Dave right now, that made me we New Deal shitting, I didn't like. But I, I, I did I, like I, that. I, I know you didn't. I know you didn't. But right now, what do we have to do? We have to take what's there. Right? That's it. Take what's there. We got two more of these. We got two we more got of these two, to go. Are you we've, got two, we've got two more of these. Are you ready for Kamala Harris and Pence? Oh my God! Could there be a more boring pairing? Talk about two people who only know fucking memorized talking points. That's all it'll be. Maybe, maybe they'll pull a surprise out. See, this is where I want to be hopeful. I want to be hopeful for some good entertainment. Because if nothing else, we need that, right? At Kamala point, is. Just- Bore. You're you're a hundred percent right, but Mike Pence, if he was an ice cream flavor, he'd be paper. <laughs> he is a boring, boring fuck. I oh my god, you've heard him talk. Like it, 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 it's absolutely fucking painful. So Pence only knows the talking points, and he only knows how to like talk down to you like a disappointed dad. And then there's Kamala Harris, who also just has talking points, but maybe she'll have a shirt made up beforehand with a slogan on it that she'll be able to zip in there. That's best case scenario. Uh, okay, no, I think I think best case scenario is that she goes after him on some women's issues, and maybe we're a little bit entertained. Maybe that's going to be some rah-rah 
something. I hope something. she makes people uncomfortable. I, yes. I hope she brings up abortion and makes Trump or makes uh, Pence talk about yes. abortion because oh my god. I, I mean that should that should go without saying. That's that's why I'm saying like that's but this just make, is making squirm. Yeah, just like go in there with like some cleavage showing. This is this is where know what to do. He would not know. He would have to have his wife sitting on stage next to him holding his hand. Um, <laughs> she should, so she should just go like she should go like tits like half out to this thing. She absolutely should. Yeah, she she should flash Steve like Sharon Stone in uh, Basic Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she should do that should be the move as soon as they get on stage together she just flashes the beam and just lets it just let make sure pen sees give it a little wink and then then carry on she, uh, they need to really um consider the podium situation then they really do like ple- they really like, do like a plexiglass lucite kind of a thing who's who's designing that stuff that that's a that's big business <laughs> and that's hold on that would be <laughs> that would be very covid era to have them no that's so true behind a plexiglass booth and then you know she could kind of do what she has to do there she's got, she's got to give him a little wink this is finally fine now i feel hope See now, now Thank maybe you, we're onto something. Maybe this will be better than I thought. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to choose to look forward to that one. I'm going to choose to All be. Right, so that and we have two more to go. I'm going to choose to be cautiously optimistic. And can somebody like tone down Trump's highlighter a little bit on the next debate? No, they need to. He's wearing. Oh, it's, it's. I think what's going on there. Is, let's talk about the look now. Let's let's break them down. <laughs> I think what's going on. I don't know if you noticed. He looked like a shade darker. I think someone swapped out. Darker meaning like tanner or like yes. more burnt orange. No, no, no. Like t- like he was almost trying to look a tan, but it was like a human color. But he failed. Like it. Oh, it yeah, yeah it, it didn't work. Obviously. Um, it looked like a bronzer with a lot of iridescence in it, where he he should have, where he should have gone matte. Although, like if he went for a matte, <laughs> if he went for a matte finish, do you remember that movie in the eighties that would never ever see the light of day now, where the guy basically like paints his face black all the time, paints his face brown? Oh my god, no! <laughs> do you, do you, you don't, you don't remember when he was dating Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> no. Do you remember that? Of course, <laughs> of course I do. Do you remember? Do you remember when he said having sex with her felt like throwing a hot dog down a holy shit? I was like eight. I was like eight years old, and everyone was talking about that. Ah, uh, the hot, ah, uh, the hot dog references. Hot dog, hot dog references just never fucking get old. Side note: there. they're timeless, absolutely. But timeless. anyway, but anyway, like the the color he was last night was almost akin to the actor in this movie from the eighties, and I, oh god, I wish I could think. So you mean he just had his shine on, right? It was shiny, but he looked like he was trying to look a little darker. I thought he looked he, he looked puffy to me. Like he, he looked yes. extra puffy. <sighs> he, he, and his jowls and his neck, like everything just looked puffy. 
Okay, by the way, the movie's <laughs> the movie's called Soul Man. I'm not making this up. Oh shit, I remember that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my so, god, I remember so wasn't that. He, wasn't he almost giving off those Soul Man that's vibes? Such, it's like that's such a good analogy. <laughs> but he went but he went like a little strobe lighted out with it. It was just too much too much. Can you summer, imagine but... releasing that one today? Hollywood's out of ideas. They might pick that up. <laughs> they, might, they might just cycle that back around. Can Hollywood you imagine? My my Damn. god. That's- that's like the re- that's like the abracadabra of movies right now. But but I do uh I do agree that he looked a little puffy. Um and not 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 heavier but and and I'm not saying this I'm not saying this to poke fun. I'm saying this as as something a lot of women experience and you know men too. Um like when when you have a little too much sodium it's like sometimes that bloat, it's like you could almost feel it in your face. He looked like that exactly. kind of, like he was at a salt lick all night or something. Or, well, you know his diet or just shit. At, like, or, or just at McDonald's, whatever. Too many you know, he was, fish or whatever he does. I, exactly, exactly. I'm just, um, I'm just happy he sensibly orders a Diet Coke. It's, it, that's, that's, his, that's his compromise. Um, Heart healthy. Uh, but... Like from a presentation point of view, I, I would never shame anyone for eating at McDonald's because once in a while, you know what? I like a McFlurry. I might even like I'll a Big Mac. Big Mac all day a long. Big Mac. Do you remember the Mac Junior? Have we ever talked about that? Yes. Oh God, that was like heaven. Was the Mac Junior jam? Yeah, fuck yes, it was my jam. Hell yeah. So do you remember for like the 25 minutes when McDonald's had like all their burgers and wraps and they had a Big Mac wrap? <laughs> yes. I used to order that because it had like extra Mac sauce on it. The and Mac, I that's was, all I ever wanted. I was in my glory. Like it was almost <laughs> like a toothpaste roll where you would like roll up the end of the Mac just to get like all the sauce and like this one bite and you would just <laughs> squirt it in your mouth like a fat piece of shit that you felt like you were. It was awesome. <laughs> And it's and like it's got to be done once in a while, you know. It's or whatever. There's some people who probably eat McDonald's every day, and otherwise they're balanced, and and it's just fine. However, when you're getting ready to take to the stage in, in front of basically all of America, do you think maybe you would choose something that is not so detrimental to your physical appearance? What do you think? That's why. So, so if you go darker, it's usually slimming. Do you think that's why he went darker? Now, see, this is why we're here. Well, now, it, well, listen. Well, now it. Now it makes sense. So let's walk walk we're through cooking. what happened here. Obviously, okay. he he overdid it the day before, and then he said, oh, "Fuck Melania! I look I look bloated. The orange isn't covering." And maybe she started with the orange. <laughs> Maybe she started with the orange and then she was like, well, this is what I use in my cheekbones. Let's just smear it all over your face because supposedly we're billionaires, but he like doesn't have a makeup artist, right? Like she does his hair and makeup or she only cuts his hair or something ridiculous. Why, why does he, why is he walking around looking like that? If I'm a billionaire, I'm going to look a hell of a lot better. (laughs) I'm I'm, at that point, I'm going to have multiple surgical interventions if I were him. So many. So many interventions just because because I can. Yeah, no, and exactly I'm, right. 
Uh, right. Okay. So I think that's what happened there. Drilling and peeling and pocket. Yeah. Just keep going. You know what? On the other end, I feel like Biden just looks age appropriate. His teeth make me nervous. I think maybe he could. Oh, he had, he had the high beams on, didn't he? He had. I, I don't know if he swapped those out for like Ooh. the shiny finish or something. They were. <laughs> those bad boys were chrome polished like that. that was, yeah. That that was full glisten, but. It, he had his vet guy detail them, I heard. Uh, that's what he did. Didn't <laughs> didn't detail his forehead or top of his head or anything. Didn't but, he? But he looks he looks natural. He looks like I don't know. To no, me he looks He looks Can like I an old white guy should. Exactly right. Can I ask, did you actually see like when they would go to the full body shots of them next to the podiums? Yes, yes. Trump's got an easy 150 pounds on Biden. Did he? And 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 he again, was, he was the size of the podium. Like I, I kept noticing that. Like he's a fat guy. He's he has become quite rotund. And has he always been, or do you think he's been packing it all? Like that's I don't know what's I don't know what's going on there, but I. I, I can't lie to you like I did not notice how much larger he is because it's just so apparent. He's just it, it was like it was like the podium. It was the it was not just the the width though, but it was like the depth of him, the profile of his yeah, he, body. He is, he is a portly motherfucker. It's it's, it's noticeable. Let's not it, pretend. It really, no, that's one hundred percent right, and that's like I kept noticing it, and I didn't mean to. Like I wasn't like, "Hey, I wonder if Trump's fat." Like they would show that shot, and I was like, "Like I would see Biden, and then you would see like you know podium on each side, and then you would see Trump, and it was like, Ooh. yeah, it was um, it was pretty jarring." Easily think, noticed. Do you think he? Do you think he has a dietitian at the White House? No. no. I don't think he's having his whole life. No. No. Um, Are you looking for a job? Maybe looking for some side you, work? Could you imagine? Oh, my God. I would love to see you just shame him all day. I mean, my real dream was Chris Christie, to be honest. Uh, we but we everyone know. knows. He, he yeah. got the surgery, though. He got the surgery, though. Yeah. And, and he still doesn't understand somehow. Right, and he's just like not around anymore. So, if Christie didn't have that surgery, he would have literally exploded by now, right? I think, I think quite literally, he was really at, he was at a point. Um, he was at maximum <clears throat> capacity. It, it would have been like a dwarf star where it has just like so much gravity and mass that it just implodes on itself. I think that would have been like Chris Christie. Now, but but health wise between the two of them, like who's who's the bigger who's the bigger concern, Biden or Trump? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. It's so not are we, a are tough we talking one. cognitive and physical, or what We're are we talking? Talking, uh, talking, talking. Well. Your cognitive can lead into your physical. You know, it's all kind of interrelated. So if we're looking holistically at health of either candidate. I don't think Biden physically looks like he's going to drop dead. Trump looks like if he walks a little fast, his heart will just explode. Okay, so 
regardless of. But by, I mean, Biden's still an older guy, so you know, yes. any little thing can you know explode quick. I think. I think either way, the more frightening. Um, and if I'm not wrong, they're both about the same age, right? Right, but the more frightening health situation is Trump, just because if he dies, then Mike Pence is our president. I think so, if that happens, every woman in America needs to have low-cut tops. For America, they need to have low-cut tops and flash beef. Just to scare him out of the country. Scare the shit. He, he won't be able to get a damn thing done. And on that note, this Dave, for I America, think, this is for America. I think we have some calls to action here. I think everyone can garner them as they choose. I hope you all tune in next week because there's always something happening in this 2020 news cycle and we have lots of food things to talk about too if you need to be if you like what you hear here go ahead and share feel free to leave us a rating even if it's a nasty one just go on ahead and tune back in next week with you, Dad, you get the, wait a minute, you get the final word. Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. 